1: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I am John Hennigan in studio, and we have the Grizz on the line with us. Well, first time this year, Grizz, and it's always good to have you on the phone.
2: Well, thank you, John. I'm really excited about it. I know last year was great, and I'm expecting this year to even be greater, John. we got so many things going on.
1: I think we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I think so. I think up and down, we mentioned last week that we've had a a very good year in 2013. yeah, one of the things i think that i keep thinking of all the time is that people you know, if you go out one day and there's no fish there, you go, oh, i guess we caught them all. you know, and then yeah. and, and then, you know, it might be a week, a month, or a year, or 5 years, there they are. They, we didn't catch them all, they just went somewhere else.
2: So, well, you know, fish aren't in cages. I mean, no. the ocean or the river or the lake is a big place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of water in those places. They're not going to just sit there for you.
1: No, no. As we know, they tend to follow the bait. So there's a whole lot of different forces at work that we still do not understand. But I know that last year, up and up and down California, we had the, probably the best um, white sea bass that we've ever had and then you know we started off great down in Baja the east coast had some great fishing and the uh the gulf we talked to bourgeois uh, uh bourgeois and he'd had a great year down there after the uh, the spill in the gulf it seems like things have gotten way back better than they ever were so life is good fishing is good and of course we don't want to uh we don't want to take the last one that's for sure But we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're going to get Eric coming on from the Artful Angler, do some fly fishing with the Grizz. So, Grizz, stay tuned. We're going to come back with you in just about a a minute or two and see what kind of fun we can have. Well, I'm
2: not going anywhere, John. I'll be right here. I'm excited about the show.
1: Okay. All right, Grizz. Also, uh, if you're listening and you want to go to ASOB online or we've got our new website up now, fishtalkradio.com, we'll be talking about that. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio.
3: Thank you.
1: Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express.
0: Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-FISHRAP.
4: So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children, and you think, wait. Did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say, yes, your car is now safely locked and you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. It's time to fight fire with steel. To advance truck technology with an available Pentastar V6 and 8-speed transmission. The 2013 Ram 1500 with best-in-class fuel economy. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. Standard pickup class excludes hybrids. EPA estimated 17 city, 20 combined, 25 highway MPG based on V6 4x2. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group LLC. You
5: can't catch this. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish.
1: Welcome you catch fish. to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz, uh, who's down in La Paz right now, Baja California, sir. And we have Eric Wrangle. I'm not really sure where he is. I think he's out uh, you know, getting ready to go from one fishing hole to the next right now. But Eric from the Artful Angler is a very well-respected, well-named uh, fly-fishing angler, and if you want to make sure that you catch something, give him a call, and he will give you 100% satisfaction. Anyway, it's a new year. Let's talk a little bit, obviously, with Eric in with us. We're going to talk a little bit about fly-fishing, and then we might talk a little bit about fly-fishing into the uh, the warm waters of Baja, Grizz.
2: Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, and we do have uh, our trip in November we're going to um, get back into East Cape and see if we can get some AT, the four wheel ATVs and run up and down the beach. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you've ever done that, Eric, but even if you don't see a fish or catch a fish, it's still a lot of fun.
6: Yeah, you know I I haven't. I've I've had uh, quite a few of my uh, customers and clients that have, and uh, I think it's something we we should uh, maybe line up a trip this year. What do you think, Riz?
2: Yeah, it sounds good to me. I don't know about running up and down on those noisy things, but definitely going out and catching some fish. Mm-hmm. I'm going out tomorrow, Eric. Uh, there's tons and tons of Sierra mackerel. Those are fun. And I'm going to take my eight weight and go get into them. The PD springs is it's incredible. Just throw almost any fly out there and you've got them on.
1: Now, nice. Eric, have you ever gotten into uh, Sierra? Sierra mackerel?
6: Uh, you know, I haven't. I haven't, John. It's uh, definitely uh, something on my. Well, headless. you don't.
1: You don't find too many of those on the Sierras. I think that might be part yeah. of the problem.
6: Exactly. Exactly. But,
1: uh, Sierra are well. First of all, they're toothy. They've got probably the sharpest teeth of anything in the ocean. Uh, so it's uh, they're not. They're that like easy a king to, mackerel. Yeah, they're they're not that easy to catch, and they're a lot of fun. And you know, Grizz has been getting some of pretty decent size. They make good table fare, especially ceviche. And I nice. see them in the markets down there, but they're in. They stay inshore and they fight like a, a devil.
2: So yeah, uh, and they're great on a fly rod. Grizz, what uh, are you using?
6: Uh, any special leader for those guys?
2: Yeah, I'm using wire. Wire, okay. Yeah, you cannot do it without wire. If, I yeah. mean, if you do, if you got well, you you're a fly tire. You got a shop. You can throw away your flies, but we don't have that many of them down here. <laughs> so we don't want to lose them yeah yeah i hear you
1: well and you know you can you can if you get lucky and you hook one in the corner you can do it with just mono but you're going to lose a lot of fish if you try it that way
2: yeah they there's something and, and the way they hit uh they don't hit it aside they take a they go to running after it and then just take it head on and you know they're always hooked around the tongue area uh, the top of the mouth, the bottom of the mouth, that area, and their teeth are more—they're like, well, they're sharper than a dog's teeth. They're—they're they're a king, they're a mackerel, so they're just like a smaller king mackerel mm-hmm. uh, or a kingfish. They call them, and they're just incredible to fish for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a smaller barracuda.
2: Yeah, they got right. teeth like a barracuda too. Now we are going to do it, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, Now, what about our trip in April, Grizz? Can we do some fly fishing on that one? Sure. That's what we've got. If you go to uh, fishtalkradio.com, our goal was to have that site up before the end of the year, and I think we finished it at about 11.55 on on the 31st. But uh, it is up, and we've got our real fun adventure trips that are up. Um, And uh, uh, can you take that? And... uh, uh that there's some fishing in
2: there I mean you know depends on the water temperature as always John, but uh I imagine Eric and I can chum up some fish and get them up there where we can toss a ply to them. We can put them on call him and we'll put them on
1: yeah Grizz, what about the wind
6: down there what uh here at that time of the year it can it can be a little windy what what's your uh, it's
2: horrible that's why I'm not out there right now yeah I'm going tomorrow morning. I started out this morning. It was at 5 miles an hour. I can always find a lee side to fish. And then the gusts came in to uh, 15 miles an hour this afternoon. So I decided I'm not going out. I don't like to get wet, Eric, and I don't like yeah. flies in the back of my
6: head. <laughs> oh, well, that, that makes two of us.
2: So, yeah, the wind is bad. Normally we can find a lee side. Uh, what I do is I take a 12-weight and I take my 8-weight and I look and if I get a chance I'll pick it up and throw a fly but uh, mainly I'm throwing spinning and throwing bass I like to throw bass plugs also to the Sierra
6: oh really? wow
2: yeah I use very you know like little tiny I hate to use this word but like little diving things like Rapalas which I hate to use that word but anyway uh, that type of a good idea you can pitch it out to them you can find them actually just tearing up the water. you find the birds, just like you would be looking for marlin. You get going right. as fast as you can, you'll find them on a feeding frenzy. Anything, a, a light spinning tackle, good, a bait cast, a little bit light uh, bait cast does good. And you just have a ball, mm-hmm. really. So, Grizz, are you
6: able to get some of these on, on the surface?
2: Yeah, I get them all on the surface.
6: Oh, that's surface. So so saltwater poppers would work fine?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they work yeah. great. Yeah. Well, Before I catch them remember those ones you sent down to me?
6: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I'm using. Oh,
6: nice. Yeah, I think I saw a couple on your.
2: Um, I just went. I went to your Facebook page and I saw some nice photos there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're catching them. We're doing a good job. There, your flies are great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you see those also in boiler rocks too, don't you, Grace? Yeah. What? Boiler rocks. Where you get up, the water's crashing next to the shore.
2: I don't like to fish there. Well, but it's, I mean, from the boat. I like fishing the boat. I'm not much of a sandman. Yeah. You know, there's always that back cast. There's that walking. Yeah. And to be pretty good, honest, with you, I don't like standing in sand. I want to be on a boat.
1: Right. 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 Well, the bow say, of
2: the boat, throwing that fly. Right. 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 right.
1: Well, it sounds like the other thing that we've got going this year, we've got, we're going to start off in April in Baja in July. We have a trip to Clover Pass Resort in Ketchikan, Alaska, which I'm sure that uh, Eric would love to do that also. But And that was, I think it's July 14th to the 19th. And then in September, we've got something very interesting. It's if you like to catch Marlin and you like to play golf, we've got something very unique. It's called a Marlin Scramble, where you put your team together, go out on the boat, go after Marlin Dorado. The next day, you get on the golf course, take the same team, and uh, for every, uh, uh, well, let's see, you know, you start off on the golf course. And then for every, uh, the second day when you go fishing, for every Marlin, you subtract two strokes. And every Dorado, you subtract one. So it's pretty uh, interesting, exciting stuff. Uh,
2: yeah, that's yeah, sounds there. like fun. Yeah. I won't be there because I don't play on. golf, John.
1: Okay. Hey, you know <laughs> what? I'll
2: be there with everybody having okay. a good time drinking Coca Cola.
1: Uh, Grizz and uh, Eric. Eric, if you don't mind, if you want to stick around for a little bit, we've got a very interesting guest uh, on the line right now. He's on a Magic Jack, so I don't know how this is going to work, but we have Dan Weiss from Rio, Colorado, and Costa Rica. Dan, are you there? Well, he's out for coffee right now, but he, he will be there. I can hear him in the background. I think uh, he wasn't expecting us to come in. We're going to be bringing him in the next segment anyway. But if you do want to stick around for Eric, I think you might find... Uh, interesting to find out about fishing in uh, the northern um, Caribbean of Costa Rica.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that uh, area well. I've uh, actually, uh, uh, quite a few of my uh, real good customers spend a lot of time down there.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Well, it's a beautiful place, that's for sure, and I haven't been to the wow. Rio Colorado, but you know, from what I can tell, it's it's one of the top. It's got everything. It's it's uh, you can fish in, in the in the salt, in the in the river. You can catch tarpon in the fresh and salt. You can go. There's marlin. There's mangroves. There's sounds like it's it's all there. So we're going yeah, to have get... to see if we can do the trip to that. Oh yeah, yeah. I
6: think we should. Uh... Maybe line up a few trips this year, John, and, and maybe mm-hmm. start with Grizz, and he can come up with some, uh, some dates that work
1: well. There you go. Okay, well, go to fishtalkradio.com and then click on Real Fun Adventures. we got four to start with, but, Eric, we can find some more to do. I think sure. that uh, Rob is telling us we got to cut it off right now, but we're going to be right back with you, so don't go away. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio.
7: The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-383-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass, and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-383-1612.
5: The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world-famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez... Playa del Sol and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA.
1: Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle skiff or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, kachuma boat rentals for a day to remember
0: world-class golf fishing and diving in the clear warm waters of the sea of cortez with a true five-star resort the grand heritage hotel and resort at costa baja great value and without the hustle of other parts of baja on the white sand beach with esprito santos island minutes away signature restaurants and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events on the web at Coast of Baja Resort.
5: If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never Forget Santa The water on the
3: lake is smooth as glass. We might get to sunny, we, we might get to bounce. Oh, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say?
2: Let's go fishing. Come on,
1: let's
3: go fishing.
1: Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and wow, we got a whole party going on here. We have Grizz on the line with us from the City of Peace, Baja California, sir. We have Dan Weiss. Dan, I always keep, is it Weiss or Weiss? Dan? Well, we, I know we got Dan there somewhere. He'll be right back with us. And then we also have Eric Wrangel from the Artful Angler. Uh, Dan, do we have you there? Well, yeah well, we'll keep we'll keep trying on that. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, and go with uh, uh, back to Eric and uh, the Grizz, and let's see if we can see if we can get Dan back on the line with us. So yeah,
2: well, Eric, I'm waiting on you to get down here. Another thing I want to get you down here is to fish these uh, uh, mangroves because right now is when it's happening. You- fly out there and catch grouper. I mean, not monster grouper, but, you know, 35, 40-pound stuff. And you you can get uh, a lot of uh, halibut right now.
6: Uh, uh, Any snook?
2: The snook, you know, I caught, my biggest snook I caught last year was 49 pounds there. But it's not really this time of the year. The snook seem to follow the shrimp when they go back in there. And the shrimp aren't in right now. So it's possible, but unlikely. Uh,
1: Grizz, uh, I think we have Dan back on the line. Dan, are you there?
2: Here we are. There you yes, go. I'm here.
1: There you go. You're out in your neck uh, uh, trying to drain the swamp full of alligators. But we're just talking about mangroves. I know you've got some of those down there, don't you?
8: We've got some backwater that's more like the Louisiana marsh. It's not a, The West Coast has the mangroves. We've got more of a Florida Everglades-looking backwater. Well, uh, right, uh, yeah, right, right now we're in the middle of a snook run, a spawning run for a fish called a fat snook. They come down the river from the lake of Nicaragua. They spawn in the ocean and come back up the river. We get them between mid-November and the end of January, and they run 2 to 8 pounds on the average, fishing on fly rod and bass rods, 12-pound land with black hair jigs bumping off the bottom, Texas worm rigs and uh, you can catch them with the fly as well.
1: Now, Dan, first of all, we never got a chance to do that, to introduce you and Rio Colorado. Why don't you give us a quick description of where Rio Colorado is and what it's all about, maybe how long it's been there.
8: Okay, Rio Colorado is a world-famous trucking and fishing resort on the, on the Rio Colorado on the northeast Caribbean coast of Costa Rica, about one hour from the Nicaraguan border. We've been in business for 42 years. It's been described as a Rube Goldberg design, Jimmy Buffett style, funky jungle hotel. We have a zoo with macaws, two kinds of monkeys, a dance roof kind of place, but we've got air conditioning, cable TV, Wi-Fi, and nice comfortable beds. And we're fishing in the river and the ocean. And backwaters in 23 foot center console, two guys to the boat, with an English guide, an American style, Caribbean style family cooking buffet around the family table kind of dining style place. Well, really, really
1: not. You, what you and I talked about, which sounds very exciting, is flying into San Jose, which you can get to the capital city of Costa Rica that you can reach from almost anywhere quite easily. And then from there you just take a uh, um, a, a charter flight up to where you are, which is, what, about 25 minutes?
8: Exactly, 25-minute run and, from the capital city, correct.
1: And then if you want to uh, fish the Pacific for the uh, tuna and sailfish and and, uh, well I guess you got sailfish there too but tuna and marlin and some of those Then you can take that same charter plane across over to Capos spend a day or two there uh, and then just get the shuttle bus back up to San Jose and sounds like we're going to have to put together a very exciting week because Costa Rica we'd
8: we'd be glad to help you do that it's very easy to to leave our breakfast table at 6:30 in the morning and be on a, a boat in Capo's by 8:30 sniffing diesel, heading after a marlin or tuna.
1: <laughs> there you go. Or
8: sailfish. Correct.
1: Right. Well, the the I've been to Costa Rica, and at first I was a little disappointed. You know, with looking for the jungle, and you know, and the uh, um, you know more t- tropical than you know. I, I was. It wasn't as exactly what I was looking for, but up where you are, I think, is really where the ecotourism and where the beauty is.
8: We are definitely in a, in a wildlife refuge. There's thousands of acres on the border. Uh, you see crocodiles on the river bank. We've got lots and lots of parrots flying around. Uh, it's pretty interesting. We've got a nice commercial airstrip about half a city block from the hotel gate.
1: Well, sound, uh, sounds easy yeah. enough.
8: Next week we're gonna have a river monsters Discovery Channel is gonna be down here filming.
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh yeah! Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll just kind of wait and see what kind of monsters they can come up with.
2: What are, what what are they looking for?
8: Big talk and a light tackle.
2: I love that.
8: We're we're catching fish. I fish. I've been living here 20 years, and we're in a catch and release in a park. When I came here 20 years ago, our average size tarpon was about 80 to 100 pounds, and now they're running 125 to 140 on the average. And we're catching 10 or 15 over 200 every year. the The biggest fish we caught here from the first years I was here was 207. We've caught up to 265 in the last years.
2: That's incredible! Wow. Uh, yeah, I fish a no, lot of sharpen really, in Mexico, and I just, I, you know, the Silver King, I love them.
8: Well, we're on a fly rod, you really need a 14, 15. A lot of white, you can get them with 12. We're recommending now that 13 to 14 white fly rods. Uh, on the nationals, that's
2: half of fish. Uh,
1: uh, Dan, Dan you're, you're breaking up a little bit, but it, I, what you said was you're recommending a 14, 15-weight fly rod, uh, and then you said maybe 12, but when you get hooked into something like that, not only you got to have a, a rod, but you better have some line with you, huh? Exactly. Under I've
8: never, conventional never thrown a 15-weight. Uh, ever a 15-weight
2: fly rod? Oh, uh, I've come close. Uh, uh,
6: 14. 14, you're not really casting them.
8: You're just kind of chucking the line. So they're
1: made more for fighting as opposed to casting. Chuck and duck would call it. Chuck and
2: duck, yeah. Yeah, I've never thrown a 15. Uh, A great man that was a great fighter, I'm sure you know who he was, Eric, was uh, Leonard Powell. He designed, uh, for my television show, he designed a 14 weight for me.
6: Oh,
2: nice. I hardly ever throw anything but a 12. Wow! Wow! Hey, you yeah, you bring a 15, you bring a twelve. I'm scared of that? <laughs> hey, you bring a you bring a
8: twelve right two piece down here, and I'll make a four piece out of it for you on your first day. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I got to come down there and do that. I really do. You know, I we fish a great Costa Rica pizza. a lot, but I've never really got. I did a lot of sail fishing with a ply. But I want to go after those tarpon and the snook.
8: Well I, I got a piece of I got some film we're trying to get on our website this week of a guy with a fly rod that broke. The guy was handling the the customer had the reel and the butt in his hand and they got the fish to the boat. <laughs> oh wow.
2: <laughs> well that must have been something great. But I hope it wasn't an expensive rod.
8: Well, they all, you know, if you've got this quality stuff now, you know, you get a good lifetime guarantee. And if you tell them a good story, most of these companies will send you a new rod because we're tackle testers down here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one way to put it. And and I think I have alluded to that, but with my limited knowledge of Costa Rica uh, and the whole, um, you know, even Central America, the real Colorado is probably all in all the best you're going to get. You've got the variety. You've got the accommodations. You've got the, uh, you know, pretty much any type of big-game fish you want. Plus, you know, you've got the real full-on, you know, uh, natural uh, preserve and, and jungle right there with the great food. So, yeah, there's other areas of of Costa Rica that have similar, but not all of that. So well, I'm, to I'm me, John, it sounds you.
2: like a place to go, me being a biologist. hmm Loving tarpon, snook, and back in the backwater. I get a, all the uh, marlin I want here, all the uh, yeah. sails I can fish here. But going back in the backcountry there sounds like great for me.
1: Okay, let's do it. What about next December, Dan?
8: It, it, listen, as soon as you guys can get here, we got a place for you. I've got 12 boats here, 18 rooms. Our backwater fishing is awesome. We've got uh, Mahara here. they have got in Mexico. They're cichlids. But I call them a I'm on steroids with teeth like a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. They hit uh, little teeny poppers, rooster tails, four-pound line with ultralight spinning gear. And you get in there catching these slab, hand-sized, colorful fish that you put in an aquarium at home. We crisp them up. And eat them for supper, but they're great, fun, light tackle. Then we've got the rainbow bass here. It's not the peacock from Brazil. It's a blue bass, blue mm-hmm. fish. Mm-hmm. They hit topwater spinning baits like a freight
2: train.
1: Hmm. Dan.
2: And they're a lot of fun bass fishing. I'm to make a show with you down there, you there
1: Dan. Let's do it. Uh, just... Uh, well, if you need somebody to carry the camera the bags, let me know. Right, guys, we're going to have to wrap this section up a little bit because we've got some people trying to get us out of here, and we're on a tight timeline. Dan, we did get you, but we're going to get you back again because uh, we didn't give you a full shot at it. Very exciting stuff, so we're going to do that. Thanks thank for taking all the trouble. Uh, Eric. No problem. You
8: got it. Have a great day.
1: Grizz, don't go anywhere. Eric, if you've got to go, that's fine. If you want to stick around, I'm sure we're going to have some more fun. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan, and we have the Grizz and Eric Grant. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-Baja.
0: For more than a century, sport fishermen have led the charge for conservation. From trout to marlin, anglers have worked to protect our natural resources and establish successful programs that benefit fish and fishermen. Today, this legacy is at risk, unless we step up and lead the fight for real-world conservation. That's what the Sport Fishing Conservancy is all about, doing what's best for fish and fishing, and making sure anglers get the credit we deserve. Check
3: out the Sport Fishing Conservancy and find out how you you can help at sportcon.org it's time for you to take a real fun adventure join a hosted fishing adventure to alaska or baja with the staff of fish talk radio real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire bring your fishing friends or meet new ones Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com.
5: Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V-Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines, and it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin.
1: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan. I'm in studio with the Grizz from uh, Baja, California, sir. And we're going to start off uh, up at Lake Shasta in the Sierras, Eastern Sierras. We have Kevin on the line with us. And, of course, very interesting year, hasn't it, Kevin? It has been. You know, I know that you know on the East Coast they've they don't seem to have any problem with precipitation, but pretty much the entire West Coast, all of the Sierras. Uh, I don't know about the Rockies, but there's just uh, it's been um, very scary. You know, with we have uh, rainfall totals that are maybe down around a third of normal, and we're doing this. You know, you do that for three or four years in a row, and that's uh, looking looking a little interesting.
9: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty scary up now. I, I was just checking the last week, and we're at about fourteen percent, I believe, for uh, our region up here in annual rainfall. Oh,
1: for uh, two thousand thirteen? Correct. You had fourteen percent of your normal rainfall. Correct. Whoa, that's not much. <laughs> no. Well, fortunately, fortunately, you know, that's still, but even. Even if you get a lot of rain, when you're geared to have a certain amount of rain and you don't come close to that, it throws everything off.
9: Correct. You're now making... the, the positive side effect is we still have launch ramps open, and the fishing's great right now.
2: Well, yeah, they're all in the puddle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they've got to eat, and they've got to—they're going to be all right there. Yep. The barrel. If, if they don't eat, you just snag them. right. <laughs> the, 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 the How's your run going to look this year?
9: Is your runoff
2: going to save you this year?
9: There's no snowpack. uh, None? There's not much at all, no. I was looking at Shasta on my way up this morning, and
2: it's looking pretty bare up there. Oh, man, because, you know, a lot of times you don't get any rain, but you get that runoff will bring you out of the problem.
9: Right, yeah, no, there's not much at all. In fact, the ski park is uh, not open at all, which is pretty unheard of.
2: Whoa.
1: Oh, that is. Well,
2: we still got a lot of time left. Let's hope for the best. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, well. So, how is it affecting the rivers and stuff?
9: Well, the the flow is about the same. You know, it's it, they're keeping the the what they need to keep flowing, flowing. It's just we're not getting anything in the lake to fill it up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you still got the current. You're just not filling up. Correct. Because when you start get, losing that current, that's when we get in troubles with those rivers, with the trout. Yep, exactly.
1: Well, Kevin, the other side of it, you know, if you want to look at both sides, is first of all you got a lot of riverbank now, and the water, and the temperatures. You know, we've been seeing you know temperatures down in the you know south and central California in the seventies. What's it like up at Shasta?
9: It's been about the same. Maybe a little cooler, um, but you know. It's getting cool at night in the forties, and then um, you know it's sixty-five during the day. It's really it's pleasant out.
1: Well, for 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 that for up in the Sierras in the middle of winter, that ain't bad.
5: No, it's it's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Be, and not have to worry about all the uh, um, the snow and ice on the roads.
8: Right. Correct.
1: So get on out there.
2: Oh, yeah. It's well, it's going to make it tough up there. I bet the hunting was bad this year.
9: Yeah, well, we got a little bit of a weather event, a little bit during hunting season. And, uh, you know, I I heard of some things taken, but I I think it's just been an off year Mm weather-wise, and uh, it kind of trickles down everywhere.
2: Okay. Well. Yeah, because, you know, when you don't have bad weather, you don't get the game moving. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So
2: that screws up the rut and everything else.
1: Well, we don't know. You know, let's just... uh, you know hopefully January, February, and I know some years ago we didn't get any rain until March, Correct. but you just don't know so uh oh, it, it'll, it'll, it will it'll rain we just don't know when
2: right yeah it'll happen when it wants to, not when there we will. want it to okay
1: well, it sounds like uh it would be a great place to check out, especially with the warm weather. How do we get in touch with you, Kevin what's your website
9: Our website is uh shastatrinitycamping dot com and that'll uh that goes. With all our camping, all of our boating areas, and check us all out on there. Um, reservations still on recreation.gov for this coming summer. And um,
1: okay, this. all right, it's Shasta ShastaTrinityCamping.com. Was that right? Correct. Okay, yeah, ShastaTrinityCamping.com. Okay, thank you, Kevin. We appreciate you coming to join us. Thank you. Okay, now we are going to move down the coast a little bit, and uh, Amy, unfortunately. Grizz is back again.
2: (laughs) Hi, guys. Amy, you don't hate me, do you? Of course not. I don't hate you. I'm still waiting for you to come down here to Kabul.
10: (laughs) With the weather like it is up here, I'm definitely ready to.
2: Well, it's nice down here. You're always welcome here in La Paz or Kabul. Wherever you want to come, we'll go fishing.
10: All right. I'm going to take you up on that one day.
1: Yeah, you know what? You know, with all the fans you have at Ten Island Sport Fishing, I bet you could bring a whole tribe down.
10: No way! I want
2: to come alone. Oh, yeah, John, okay. and you're not coming either.
1: Oh well, yeah, she. It's just to...
2: me and Amy she, and the Beast. Amy, had... boat. We're going to go out and catch fish.
1: Amy, you, you, I don't know why you, you have to. You want to come alone? That's that wasn't very nice. Anyway, ha <laughs> ha, uh-huh, John. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, we'll still take care of you whether you're alone or not. It's okay. But anyway, this is an interesting time of the year for you guys because. Uh, You do take a couple of months off and let the rockfish, you know, replenish themselves. So now it's time to do a little bit different type of stuff. Maybe some sand dabs, maybe some lobster hooping, and uh, what else do you have going on out there? Whale watching.
10: That's about it. Uh, We have we still have boats going out every day doing sand dabs, uh, perch, things like that. Um, So we'll we'll see how that how that turns out. And then of course those yeah we still have lobster going, and a lot of people every time. How's the
2: whales doing? What's that? The whales.
10: Beautiful. It's it's pretty amazing out there from what I've been following. It's pretty spectacular. It's incredible
2: this year. They're already there's four hundred and eighty gray whales up in Mag Bay right now. I just got a report on this morning. That's never been heard of before. They're full. Can you imagine that?
10: No, I'd like to. (laughs) Well,
2: come on down, I'll take you.
10: And go whale watching. I always go, go out and go fishing. I never go just to whale watch. So I,
1: mm-hmm.
10: that's my New Year's
2: resolution.
1: There you go. Well, Mag Bay, Grizz, isn't, you know, that's where they go to birth. and They're, very right. they're giving and,
2: birth right now. There's mm-hmm. 480 females in there. Wow. Well, I'm sure there's some males in there, too. Yeah. I mean, it's unheard of. They called me yesterday, and I'll probably go there tomorrow or the day after tomorrow and film. Mm-hmm. But they're full. Wow. Wow.
1: And you can just reach out and touch them, and they come right up against the boat?
2: Well, you have two different kinds of whales. They call them friendly and unfriendly. <laughs> yeah. The friendly whale will actually come what they call spiking and come stick their head out of the water and look for you. And they will come to your boat. Then the unfriendly, they do the spiking also, but they go away. Hmm. And the uh, friendly whales will actually come right beside your boat. You can scratch them. they open their mouth, all kind of stuff.
1: Wow.
10: Pretty
2: spectacular it's incredible, and now, from now until March is the time to come see it yeah. also we've got uh the most whale sharks we've ever had right out in front of the house john we've got six whale sharks out there right now
1: oh, that's interesting uh, Amy, do you have any idea what a whale shark is I do yeah
10: oh,
1: yeah. okay, because it's not really a whale, and it 's not really a shark it's right. just kind of a kind of a funny <laughs> shaped thing that's uh it's you know beautiful in its own way, but it's uh, it's kind of a funny the largest
2: shape. fish in the world,
1: right? Oh, because it's not a mammal. Okay.
2: Huh. Yeah, it has nothing to do with a mammal. Yeah. It has no bones. It has cartilages like mm-hmm. a shark. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, and uh, they are the largest fish in the world.
1: Well, they. About th- and we got
2: them right out here in front of the house.
1: Yeah. Were they about thirty, forty feet, max?
2: Uh, we seen one the other day about forty-five foot long. Yeah. You can swim with them and everything.
1: Yeah, and they've got this, uh, you know, just this this mouth. It's got to be, what, six feet wide, and it just looks like a a, a, a uh, the grill on the front of a 60s car.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amy, did you see on my Facebook where we took the picture of it, where it came up and bit the camera? No, I
10: haven't.
2: Yeah, it's I on my it, Facebook.
10: Know,
2: <laughs> you have to check it out. The camera actually went in its mouth. We filmed the gills and the... Uh, it's great, Amy. It's okay. just incredible.
10: So obviously, you got the camera back.
2: Yeah, we pulled it back out.
1: Got the ar- got the arm back too.
10: Good.
2: Yeah, well, it was on a stick. Oh.
10: <laughs> well, that's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fantastic. We're pretty lucky to have it it's so you know accessible to us.
1: Hmm. Well. Anyway, back to the area where you're at is not so bad either because you got the Channel Islands, and when you get the weather like it is this time of the year, where it's clear and calm, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a great time to, like I always like to say, is get off the couch and get on the water. Yeah,
10: absolutely, That's my favorite thing
1: to do. And if they want to go visit with you, what's the easy way?
10: Uh, cisco's.com or give us a call, eight zero five three eight two.
1: One six one two. So it's just Cisco's dot com. That's easy. Yeah. All right. That sounds real easy. <laughs> thank you for hanging in there with us and thank you for putting up with the grass.
10: <laughs> Anytime.
2: All righty. Thank you. Whenever Thanks, you want guys. to come down, to Amy, just tell me what airport and I'll pick you up. All right, thank uh. you. <laughs> You're welcome. Talk to you later, guys. Thanks. Bye. bye
1: job. Hey, Grizz, I don't know how much time we have left, but it's not a whole lot. But let's talk about some of that. We've got, well, less than a minute. So maybe we'll talk about it a little bit different. But we do have some great trips that we're planning on 2014. And if you want to go down and fish with the Grizz or if you want to go with us on real fun adventures, and maybe you can do both. So yeah, got...
2: well, we can piece together. We're going to do Mag Bay. We're going to do La Paz. We're going to do Cabo. We're mm-hmm. going to do East Cape. You're going to do Alaska. Looks like we better, mean, better do Costa Rica. We're going be traveling all over.
1: Looks like we better do Costa Rica, too.
2: Yeah, I really want to do that. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Mag
1: Bay, yeah. We've got to get a date for that, too. That's not on the site. Okay, well, Grizz, um, it looks like I have to thank you for uh, joining in and helping out today. It's been a lot of fun, and maybe we even learned a few things. Yeah, I, think... I
2: did, John. I always learn from you. You're my hero. <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you, Chris. All right, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we appreciate you tuning in. Baja.
7: The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805 383 1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass, and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805 383 1612. Two.
8: You. Get him away.
1: Four minutes. Get Welcome back water. to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz. And no, you cannot catch any fish if your line's not in the water. Grizz, this is the time of the year again that we've been through here before about maybe thinking about what we should be doing for the following year, this 2014. I've got some ideas. What do you think?
2: Well, John, I think one of the most important things that all of us right now need to think about is the world is kind of really messed up. You know what I mean? There's all this talk about war and this happening and that's happening, and you turn on the television and somebody's being shot. Or, I mean, it's just ridiculous what's going on. And I think that us as parents and you know, just as friends, we need to get away from that atmosphere. We're being poisoned. It's a pollution, the television, the news. It's destroying our way of thinking. And we need to get with our friends, our families, our, our sons, and we need to get out to the perfect things, not the man-made things, You know, all the the killing and the wars and the taxes and who's a bad president, who's a good president. But to get out and take time to pick up a rod, or not even pick up a rod, and to go out and just sit down and look at what's around us. The butterfly, the bird, I mean the squirrel, or catch a fish. It's time that we appreciate and forget about all the negative stuff because all we're doing is poisoning ourselves. Why do you think these kids play all these games of shoot them? I mean, this game about stealing cars. I don't even know the name of it. I've seen it. I mean, all these kids are doing just filling more, more negative. You got to get your kids, your friends, get out. And sit down and see the pure and beautiful things of life. That's what I think everybody should do this year. And I'll tell you, you'll see a difference in your kids, in their school works, and you'll see a difference with yourself. What do
1: you think about that, John? Chris, you're right on target. And what I was going to say is that what's happened is in the past, you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. And this is a good time to wake up and realize that you don't have to put up with uh, negative nonsense and be around people that bring you down. Just get outside uh, enjoy, you know, if you've got the possibility to take your family and expose them, these are things that those uh, memories that will last a lot longer than uh, uh, the memory of watching television or uh, even going to a, a concert.
2: Yeah, John, like take your kid out, you catch a fish, take a picture of father and some of the fish. When you're long and gone, mm-hmm. that boy will say, Look, I did this when I was a little boy with my dad. Mm hmm. And he's not going to take a picture of you on television.
1: Yeah, there you You, go.
2: You know, and the other thing is, John, there's one philosophy I have. Dreams are for those who sleep. So they're not really anything. Oh. Let's make reality.
1: Okay, okay, okay. It's not a matter of dreaming. Let's just go do it. And we've got some great.
2: Dreams are. You dream when you sleep, so don't sleep. Do
1: it. Yeah, there you go. Just get out there and do it. And again, uh, go to fishtalkradio.com. Click on Real Fun Adventures. We got got started off with some great trips for next year that you should uh, take your fishing buddy, your family, your friends, or your significant other. And get on out there. Grizz, thank you very much. Happy New Year. And you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And we'll be right back with you again next week, and maybe even with the Grizz. Thank you, Grizz, for thanks for helping us out.
2: You're welcome, John. It was a pleasure. All righty,
1: you're listening to Fish Talk Radio.
2: I tell you why I can't find you. Every time I go out to your place, you gone fishing. How oh, you know what? Well, there's a sign upon your door. Uh huh. Gone fishing.